I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DDP Yoga Warriors. What is happening? It is 9 p.m. currently where I reside here on the east coast of the U.S. of A. uh, at the DDP Radio Megaplex, the penthouse suite. We are up here overlooking the beautiful city of Raleigh, North Carolina. And I think if I squint my eyes far enough, through several sheets of ice and snow and wind and cold, I can see a light shining brightly, and the spirit of Crystal Stewart, one of the most wonderful people I know, is uh, is visible uh-huh. here. So we want to welcome her to the show tonight. Of course, our co-host, as always. How are you, Crystal? I'm freezing, but I'm really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it is. It's cold here, too, and, and I know I have no right to complain because you're in a whole different uh, planet of cold, but I grew up in yep, New England, and, and I, I can do cold, but we've lost, I've lost any kind of just, just, you know, callous to that cold wind, and I turn into just a crumbling, mumbling pile <laughs> of blankets. So what you're saying is you don't want to trade right now? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> it's only minus 18. It's only minus 18. Only. Well, that's good. But you, oh, yeah. you all, you're also doing this in Celsius, so I don't know how that converts. And we just can't get our ass <laughs> on a metric scale, so I don't know uh, well, <laughs> the metric system. So It just means cold. That's all it means. <laughs> cold. That's, that's, that's about as good as it's going to get, right? Yeah. Uh, well, we have so much to talk about. We've got a great guest here. We're going to introduce we him do. in just a second. Um, of course, Crystal uh, has been going deep into the caverns of the GDP Yoga success stories. And, you know, it's crazy because when we first started this, I remember the Warrior of the Week segment that Paige first came up with uh, way back in the day. You know, he, we were doing this. Like, it was Warrior of the Month at the time because there wasn't a weekly person to, deal, to pull from. There was just such a shallow group of people that, like, you know, we considered alternate success stories, and, and the company mm-hmm. is still growing. And as we've grown over the past seven, eight, nine, ten years, like you got to go deep in to find some like, some good people. You got to go deep in and just you know find some really inspiring people to pull out from. Um, and you do that, and you bring us someone cool every week. And this week you brought. Um, I'm just going to bring him on right now. Uh, do you feel the warrior? Sure. He's been all over the place. You guys have seen him bouncing around. I'm sure uh, his name on the on the Facebook groups and the, the Team GDP Yoga site. Um, and he uh, just been crushing it. And we're going to kind of learn his story here. We talked to him once before last year 
after the DDP uh, Yoga Summit. But uh, welcome to the show, Bruce Nelson. How are you, man? Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yay. Oh, no Hello, Bruce. I, I'm having a hard time hearing your name. I, I don't know if you heard the, the promo video, but up in New England, I used to work for a guy who did uh, news for like 30 years at Channel 5 in Boston, just did news at one of the big stations there. And his name was Bruce Nelson. He was, he was an on-air uh, news guy. And he was the closest thing to Ron Burgundy that you'll ever find in your life. He was that <laughs> 70s ball newscaster. And, well, uh, I consider that an honor. That was a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're all I see when, when I say Bruce Nelson now is all I see is, is just Ron Burgundy. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Hilarious. But the, the funny thing is uh, I brought Dallas to that very TV station that I started at. Um, up in where in my hometown where I grew up, this is kind of a funny caveat to the story. Um, I grew up in that hometown. The station is based in my hometown of Needham, Massachusetts, and we're driving by the house where I used to watch DDP on TV with DDP in my car. So it was pretty crazy. And we go do an interview at the TV station there. And I told the Jacob Snake trainer story before, but I saw some of the people that I knew back when I started. I was an intern at Channel Five. And I said to someone, I'm like, remember Bruce Nelson thinking he'd been long been dead? And he's still there roaming the hallways. He's got to be 175 no years old. Way. And there's Bruce Nelson still, still kicking around. That's so hilarious. It was a, That's great. It was a pretty pretty funny story. So, um, Stay classy. We're going to get into this. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we're going to get right into this uh, real quick. But before we get started, I do want to give a quick plug because uh, we're going to maybe come back and give us a review next week. I know you started the book, but uh, the DGDP book just came out um, yep. this past week. It's doing the rounds on all the, uh, on the shows. You did uh, Sam and Jim Norton uh, today. Yep. Um, he's doing all those New York shows. And uh, it's uh, a hell of a book tour because he is uh, such a cool guy to talk to. And I think, that Joe Rogan podcast really got over well. So I think a lot of people are even more excited to talk to him now because it was just such a cool, interesting uh, show. So he's doing the rounds. The book's coming out. It's going to be amazing. I haven't read it yet, but I know it's going to be amazing because he wouldn't put it out if it wasn't amazing. Uh, He's one of those guys that's just a perfectionist in that kind of way. And it really is going to be just like a step-by-step guide on inspiring yourself and firing yourself up and uh, a way that he can kind of – relate to yeah it's it's i mean I, i've only gotten i've only gotten a little bit into it and I, I mean it didn't take long for me to already see how powerful it's going to be i mean it really wow it's just, and when you're reading it you know you hear him talking to you so <laughs> it makes it even that more powerful you know uh, you can hear him speaking to you because it's written like you know it, he wrote it so it, he's, he's writing it. you hear him speaking it's not it, it's it's I, like I said I've only gotten a little bit into chapter one and I can already tell it's gonna it's gonna change a lot of people's lives yeah yeah I can't wait to get it um for sure and and let's just you know put it bluntly right now is a time where you know it's been a rough few years in, in the world and there's, there's a lot of people that are either kind of reeling from the fallout of all the chaos in the past couple of years. Um, industry is changing. Um, people are losing their jobs to automation. People are losing, you know, gigs to unemployment. And, you know, the world is fastly changing. And if you're a young person, you know, like I am, still in my 30s or something, or, or you know, even younger or older or whatever, 
there's going to be a point where you kind of got to readjust who you are and you're going to have to adjust to the modern world. And it's scary to think about. And I think Paige has that unique perspective um, because he's adapted so many times when the, the nightclub business kind of wore on him, he got into the wrestling business, the wrestling business, you know, was no longer physically an option. He got into, you know, the DDPO and the acting, there was always that what's next element to what he does. And, you know, it's, it's tough times and it's a tough world you live in and things are changing so quickly. you got to be prepared for what's next. And, and if anything, this is a roadmap to success physically. It's a roadmap to success, you know, goal-oriented uh, ways that only Diamond Dallas Page can kind of, uh, you know, give you. And if anyone yeah. can kind of navigate you into a success story, it's going to be, uh, you know, Page. And this book is going to be something special, I promise. Yeah. I think you bring up an, an important point. Uh, is that, you know, we associate uh, DDPY with obviously getting healthy. Maybe most, a lot of people associate it with losing weight. But this book, is the art of owning it, is really all about owning it, all aspects of your life, right? I mean, it's not just about getting healthy. It can be whatever you're trying to do in your life, whatever you're, you know, a, a hurdle you're trying to get over. It could be anything. It's not just about you know, losing weight, which is like the first thing that we all go to, like a lot of us go to when we think about the EDPY. Right. No. And I think it's one of those key things. I'm sorry, Mike, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, that the one thing that has always been paramount since I've been around is that slow progress is better than no progress at all. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, everyone who is a part of this program I mean, that's very much a staple kind of mantra that we all have. You know, we inch towards a goal and we tow the line so someone else can come up behind us. I mean, it's just what we do. Yep. It's such a great point. And the DDPY uh, program initially when I started – one of my worst qualities as a human being, and I'm not proud of it. It's not something I'm, I'm relishing, but I have a really hard time being patient when it comes to being successful or, or qualified or skillful. Um, I tried guitars when I couldn't play, you know, like Eric Clapton in, in, in a month. I got frustrated and I put it down. And there's times where, you know, I wanted to master a skill or kind of start a hobby but you want to be good right away, and, 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 the, and the practice is frustrating, and, and the, the time it takes to kind of perfect things is, is painful for me, and it just gets frustrating, and it just becomes no longer worth the effort in my kind of convoluted mental gymnastics that I give myself. But with DDP Yoga, it was one of those things when I first started DDPY that I got on the map that first time, and I lasted no time. And the next day, I got on again. I lasted no time, but more time. And then the next day, I lasted more time, but more time, but more time. And it's one of those things that there is such a, a pride in the fact that I got through six minutes of this yesterday, I got through 10 minutes today. There's that active, yep. you know, growth. And I think being in touch with that growth, whether it be through DDPY or fitness or just goal-oriented people, I think being in touch with the day-to-day uh, recognition of the growth is such an important part of the drive because – it is that growth and that recognition that keeps you moving forward through the painstakingly, you know, repetitious and uh, monotonous day-to-day practice and skills and 
you know, it's, it's hard to become a master at something, but when you look back and you kind of see how far you've come, it's really an important piece of the puzzle. Absolutely. It's a huge piece. And I, I think, I mean, speaking from my own experiences, it's one of the things that I noticed kind of my mindset shift when it came to DDP yoga. You know, I mean, I spent the majority of my life trying to to lose weight i was always heavy and you know you do the normal things it's always you know this fad diet or this or this or that or that it's always but it's always that the the common factor in all those things for me was it was a short-term mindset it was well let me try this for six weeks or or this diet plan says you can lose weight in 13 weeks or whatever is there's always that short-term uh there's always that short time frame wrapped around it whereas when i when i started this, this switch, the mindset switch with DDP yoga for me was, okay, this is not about 10 weeks or 13 weeks. This is about my life, and I'm going to do this work to get a little better each day with, you know, it's, there's no, like, oh, I'm stopping in 13 weeks or whatever. It's every day I'm going to try to get a little better. And, that, and like you said, exactly like you said, Mike, you know, you got a little bit better every day, and that's that's important to to recognize that. Yeah, and I think when I think back on my journey, just, you know, in retrospect, and everyone who I've met, and Bruce, you're one of these people, that one of the things that always kind of is planted in the back of my mind that I always remember, when things get really, really hard, I always have to remind myself that failure is just a bruise. It's not a tattoo. You know what I mean? It's not something that, yeah, you don't, you're not permanently riddled with it. It's just a temporary thing to push you to the next level. So I think it's really, really important to kind of put it in retrospect. And and I think um, having you on the show, I think it's going to be really important for people to realize just exactly where you go when you commit yeah. to putting the work in. I think that's really important. Yeah, it's it's hugely important. Not only is failure temporary, it's vital to your success. I mean, you have to sure. you have to fail in order to succeed. It's it's integral. They they work hand in hand. Um, you know, you, you hear Dallas say it as well. You know, you have to learn from your failures. You fall, you fall down for a reason, so you can learn how to get up and start walking. So, I mean, it's it's really important. Yeah, and I mean, it's just like um, with anybody who has experience with new newborn babies around or babies that are learning how to walk, they fall down a million times. You don't see a baby say, "Oh, you know, maybe this isn't for me," and then mm-hmm. spend the next ninety years of their life not trying. They just yep. persistently keep going because there is an internal wisdom that, you know, there's more for them than just being where they are. And I yep. think, you know, yeah, we all push forward and we all strive or we should strive something higher than what we're experiencing right now. Uh, Absolutely. No. Bruce, I, I want to get your story and want to start talking about your story in a minute, but I really want to touch on something you just pointed out right there. Um, Crystal, I love that, by the way, the, the bruising and the failures. That's that's so oh, perfect. Right. And, and, you know, bru- bruising creates calluses, and, and, you know, that calluses, you know, end up, you know, toughening up the skin and, you know, 
allows you to keep trying. I love that kind of uh, that saying and that mentality. And, and Bruce, you pointed out something that I think is the ultimate game changer in why people stick with DDPY and why people stick around here for the long run. When I first started here back in 2011, doing the program and, and on the old YRG things, and I always joke around, Yogi Doc with his short hair, walking behind everybody, checking out all the pretty girls, all pages on the mat, doing all the work. I always joke around with Yogi Doc with that. But there was, when I first started, I was in a real desperate place, and, and I had been through so many different ups and downs and diets and losing weight and this and that. And when Paige came up and put up the DDP, uh, original DDPY and YRG videos, it didn't, you know, there wasn't anything I didn't know. I knew that, you know, some kind of yoga or DDPY or DDP yoga was helpful. I knew not to eat like an asshole. You know, he, he didn't create a miracle cure. And there was sure. no miracle drug, no miracle food, no spice, nothing that just kind of was a game changer in the scientific community when it came to changing people's lives. That I'd already known. I'd been through all that before. What I needed in this situation was someone like Paige coming in and, and, and listening to the first, you know, MP3 that used to come with the old program and learning how to change my mindset before I changed myself. And that was yep. always the, not even a priority. It was like, all right, well, I get to eat salads for a week. Okay, well, I've known that you're not supposed to eat, you know, fast food five times a week my whole life but I still got to this point. So obviously that wasn't clicking. I had all this knowledge, but no way to kind of connect my head and my heart and my will to that knowledge. And I think what separates this from everybody else is the head check that you put yourself through when you get in the door of the performance center or when you start a workout, you really got to kind of go inward and find out, you know, who you are and why do I need this and why isn't this clicking for me? And then, you know, we've talked about the sayings and the slogans that we've said a million times that they just roll off your tongues. But, you know, you internalize those the first times you hear them and you keep, you know, keep in touch with them. Those are life-changing, you know, quotes or, or mantras or, or inspirational messages. And when you kind of put that all together and then have someone, you know, with a bombastic page, you know, saying it through the TV or the speakers, it kind of, forces you to change your mindset. And if you don't change your mind, your body ain't going to follow, you know, right. those habits and those routines over so many years for a reason, you know, you know what to do, not, not to do what's good for you. What's not good for you. But once you start internalizing the message and, and, and get your head fixed and your head straight, that's the first step of any kind of long-term change. Absolutely. Yep. So, I, I, I love that. I love that. And I think that is a, a crucial part of, of what we do here and, and the success of so many people. Um, and of course we uh, wouldn't bring you on here if we weren't, you know, kind of showcasing a success story of our own tonight. And uh, Crystal came up with a warrior of the week segment, which was a kind of a takeoff of, you know, Dallas's old segment on the show, uh, the warrior of the month, but we got so much more to choose from. And uh, Bruce, I know you've got a hell of a story. So, Usually there's some kind of catalyst that we start off with. There's some reason that you decided that I need to go, you know, pick up this program. I need to give it a shot. You know, what was your kind of origin story when it comes to DDP yoga? What made you kind of decide that something needs to be kind of done or or changed or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you you heard me mention that um, I I spent the majority of my life 
you know, trying to figure out how to to lose permanently lose weight. And um, I guess it was probably around 20, 2014, um, the year 2014, uh, my, my kids were starting to get to that age where uh, they were really starting to push me to, to get out and get mobile. And, you know, coincidentally, I was at the point where I had reached my, my heaviest weight. Now, unbeknownst to myself, I wasn't even – I never even paid attention to it until I started noticing myself really struggling um, physically. And then I, I weighed myself, and, I, and when I realized that I was almost 300 pounds, and my jaw, like, hit the ground, I just, it, you know, when you're not paying attention to something, out of sight, out of mind, you know, and, and I realized I have to do something. I mean, this is crazy. Uh, not only is it extremely unhealthy, but I can't, I can't engage in my children's lives. Um, so, you know, this, I started, you know, started again looking at different things, and you know, a couple of years went past. I, I lost a little bit of weight, maybe 20 pounds. I gained a little bit back, and then someone suggested yoga to me, and I was like, you know, my first reaction was I just started laughing because uh, I'm thinking, you know, automatically I, I start envisioning like these little skinny girls, you know, bending themselves in pretzels, and I'm thinking, did you look at me? I mean, look, you know, how the heck am I going to do yoga, right? Um, but I was desperate, so I started searching, you know, Google and yoga, and uh, didn't really see anything initially, until one day I was on Facebook, and you know, Arthur Borman's video came across the yeah. screen, and and I was like, watch this video, and I was just sucked into a, you know, a vortex. I'm like, nothing else. They, nobody could have broke my attention span uh, if they had to. And after I got done watching that, I'm thinking. You know, it's kind of like the reaction most people have. Like, if that man, with all his challenges, can do what he did, I mean, surely this can help me in some way. I mean, I'm not expecting to have the same results he did, but it's got to help in some way. And even if I just got a little bit of flexibility, right, I mean, maybe I could start moving better. So I didn't really have uh, expectations, but I ordered the program on the spot. And, uh, you know, now we're, now we're talking like January of 2017 when I actually get the DVDs in my hand and I commit to it. And I really did commit to it, unlike a lot of the things I had done in the past. Um, you know, I just followed the program, uh, starting at the beginner, beginner phase. And every day, like you said, you know, you just try to get a little better. Um you know, initially, I didn't even have a heart rate monitor. All that stuff really didn't matter in the beginning. It was just a matter about being consistent, which I think is right. a real key, right. another key to this. Um, you know, you don't have to wait for perfection. Everything's not going to align perfectly. But you can start doing a little bit every day and start building that consistency, and that's what I did. And I, I, I couldn't believe how fast I was losing weight. It was insane. Um, you know, and I did – the flexibility was starting to get better, uh, you know, and then it was just one day after another. And I, I the, the, and then I think another big component for me was when I got involved in the Facebook community, uh, which I still am heavily involved in. Not only do I believe in it, um, I I just love the community. I mean, there's I've been a part of, I've been a part of many many Facebook communities for various different topics and things. Never have I ever been in one that has is so positive 
I mean, you typically have a group of people that are negative in these groups, especially one of the size we're talking here with 30,000 plus people. I mean, you're, you're hard pressed to find people that are, are negative in this group. It's absolutely amazing. I mean, so you, when you factor in that support, I mean, every time that you maybe start to doubt yourself or, or whatever, and you just, all I have to do is go out to that page and just scroll. And it's like, you know, mainlining adrenaline. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it picks you right back up. Um, so, I mean, it, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say. I mean, the, pro, the program has changed my life dramatically, not just being in the best shape of my life, but mentally, uh, my, men, my mindset is completely different, uh, you know, in, in all aspects. I have just a positive outlook on, on, you know, I can't say everything, but, uh, you know, I, there's going to be days when, you know, <laughs> you get a little bit down, you look, you know, you look down on things. But the the thing is you always try to build yourself back up and, and, and just forget about that stuff. You know, you, the, the living, living life at 90%, right? I mean, it's so true. Um, you know, it's, it's only 10% of what happens in 90% how you react. And, and that's just such a, such a true statement. And when you apply that to your daily life, I mean, everything can really change. True. Very true. Now, I have a question here for you, Bruce, that, yeah. you know, it's it's a really very interesting question. Um, how much has your inner dialogue changed from the beginning to now? Like, what yeah, were that... the things that you used to say to yourself that you wouldn't be caught dead saying now? Uh, well, my, my inner I mean, if you... If... I mean, back when I was when I was much younger. I mean, I'm 48 years old now. Um, but even my in my 20s, when I was single and going out to the bars and things like that, and I mean, I had a terrible inner dialogue, and I and I I kind of use it as a defense mechanism. I always I learned early on that if I kind of made fun of myself first, I would nobody else right. de-arm or disarm people from making fun of me. Right, so. I was always like the I would joke about myself like how heavy I was and I would give myself nicknames and things like that. That stuff, that inner dialogue, that negative self-talk is poison. I mean it will literally yep. poison your brain. And those just little things even though you tell yourself you're you're kidding, they become reality. It really does. And and you can flip the script there and and, and it's the same thing with positive things too, right? You know, self you can do that with positive things too. When you state something over and over again, when you, you know, when you put it down on paper and you look at it every day, you can will it into an existence. And it's the same thing, except now I do that with positive things as opposed to negative things. So I would say to answer your question, you know, Crystal, I mean it's a hundred percent. It's done yeah. a complete 180, 180 as far as as that's concerned. Uh, yeah, to completely. That's a great thing to bring up. I think it really is one of those things. I think we all have that little voice in the back of our head that, you know, routinely says something snide or, you know, negative or whatever. It's just very interesting to see because people will see immediately where you are now, not where you've been necessarily. So it's easy to forget right where you've been and they might not realize that you've had to walk one hell of a journey to get where you are. But, you know, it's kind of interesting just, you know, how much 
it changes so much on every mm-hmm. level. It's not just a weight thing. No, it really does. In fact, I mean, I'll even catch myself. You learn to, to listen to yourself, like when you're talking, because when you start feeling yourself going down that negative path, you've got to pull yourself back. Yeah. You know, when you, and, and that word can't, right? I mean, you've got to take that out of your, your vocabulary. Or, or if you're gonna if you're gonna say that word can't you always you know append yet, yet. right because yeah. you know what I mean so <laughs> um, yeah it's so important it really is yeah yeah I agree so there was sorry Mike there was one of these quotes that I have on my wall in the dungeon and it says make sure the people who are in your boat are not drilling holes in it when your back is turned and that's yeah. kind of yeah one of those things. Yeah, that goes back to that circle of influence. That circle of influence, and um, yeah, yeah, you know that that that, what, that Facebook group again is a, is another way of reinforcing your your circle of influence. You might not have a lot of people physically around you supporting you, but you can use that Facebook group to really build yourself up um, sure. when you, when you need it. Yeah, it's it's it, you know it's. I've said before, if it, you know, the group of people, you know, you get to know a bunch of people to the point where, you know, part of my daily routine is talking to people like Garrett and, and Josh McAdoo and just those cool guys <laughs> that I come in with to the point where that if I never got on the mat again for DDPY, there's still no way of avoiding it because it's just so ingrained in my day-to-day life. Um, there's, it's, it's such a good, you know, to surround yourself with people with like-minded goals and like-minded ideas um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I, I've never been a big, you know, drug guy. I've done drugs, just as my thing. I've, 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 I've drank to, you know, oblivion before, but I was never a drinker. It just wasn't my really thing. And it's a downfall for a lot of people. And if I was to name my biggest downfall, whenever things, you know, really start going bad for me, is I get into mode of cynicism, um, where it just everything seems pointless. Um, you look mm. at the significance of who we are in this great universe and the fact that we're a blip on the radar on the scale of time. So is any of this worth it? You know, you get into that mode of like, what's the point? You know, is this worth it type of, you know, mentality? You know, okay, well, I work hard every day of my life. And, you know, if I work really hard in a couple of decades, I'll get really sick and old and die. You know, you get into that kind of just negative mindset, that negative self-talk. And it really, you know, once you start kind of just falling into that mode and embrace it, it becomes cancerous to your mindset yep. and your relationships because you become insufferable. And you become, you know, you start bringing other people down, so therefore the people who want to be around you don't want to be around you because you're just too much for them and you're just negative And, you know, yep. so, you know, you've, I fall into these routines myself sometimes. And, you know, you really got to just, you know, especially nowadays with, with social media and this constant cycle of news of just bad news coming at you all the time, you know, all these news stories, you know, if something horrible happens, it instantly pops up as a notification on my iPhone, and you're coming at you every day, and it's so important in times like that where it's so easy to fall into modes of cynicism that you surround yourself with people who are going to be, you know, positive influences in your life. Because in a yeah. time like 2019 where we're at, you can't avoid the negativity. It's coming at you at all sure. channels of media all the time. And you've got to find a balance and find decent people who you enjoy and are, are good for you instead of the people who are just going to kind of egg on your cynicism or kind of feed into it. And then you just kind of just sit there just 
becoming trollish or, or, or just shitty together, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well, they say misery loves company, right? Yeah. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> and it, it, it is. It's easy to kind of fall into those modes, and, and, and it's not a good thing. You know, it's 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 really not. And it's cancerous towards your personal growth and also towards your goals because it's easy to kind of, you know, it, it, I'm not going to get on my soapbox, but, you know, it's just – you, you surround yourself. You, 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 so many people are plugged into this device all the time, and everyone's just—it's just a constant form of negativity in people's lives. And I tell you what, last year I, I cut—you know—disconnected for a huge part of my Facebook use and Twitter use, and I kind of shut out a lot of the gaga. And you really realize once you kind of do that that there's a real world out here, and in the real world, you know, people are pretty decent to each other. We still get along for the most sure. part. And, uh, you know, we're kind of sold a bill of goods on how bad things really are in the world uh, via these devices. And I think it's really good to be in touch with the reality and be in touch with people and friends and positive people in the real world, you know, and social media, wherever it may be, yep. be kind of remind us that, like, on a human level, we're kind of all out, you know, reaching for the same goal to do something with our lives or be successful or, or healthy or, what, you know, whatever you may achieve. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think, you know, on that kind of same wavelength that there is a huge difference that even I, because I've kind of stepped back a little bit from the social media thing too, and there's a huge difference between living your life and existing your life. That's true. Yeah, Yeah, I never thought about it. It's true, yeah. Yeah, so are you just existing the circumstances that are on auto repeat over and over and over? You can't you can't kind of put all those together and then rub that off as a life. That's not a life. That's existing just a pattern yeah. over and over and over. You're not living. <laughs> Living no. is, yeah, right? Living is joyous and exciting and, yeah, yeah. So, great point. right, we choose to live, not exist. <laughs> and I have a very mad <laughs> cat. <sorry. laughs> well, I don't know if you have to be alive for much longer with the sounds of that freaking beast in your, in your background there. <laughs> and uh, he's very temperamental. Should we, should we call the animal control? Was that some, oh. uh, some Canadian just skating by on like some hockey pads? Going to fight your well, beast with a cat? <laughs> he kind of gets threatened that you know he's going to end up outside. <laughs> but yeah, no, too cold, uh, too cold. That's what I so <laughs> so so Bruce. So 2017, you really got into gear. Things started changing for you. Now yep. this is the point. You know, uh, you know, I've seen your pictures and stuff like that. You look like you're in great shape. So there gets to a point where, you know, no longer is the weight loss particularly the certain immediate goal, but maintaining and just kind of creating a lifestyle. Do you have a plan going forward to just make sure that you keep yourself grounded and keep yourself right. in touch with, you know, who you were and who you are and who the goal, what the goal is and, you know, how do you yeah. maintain who you are, still set new goals without having to depend on the scale as your kind of main source of inspiration? That's a good point. Yeah. So in the beginning, it definitely was uh, was uh, I'm not gonna say it was easy. It was easier in the sense that it was kind of just like I was on autopilot, right? I was just following the program and the weight was coming off. And then 
yeah, I got to my basically my goal weight, and um, and I was I was really happy. You know, I was amazed. You know, and I'm getting and of course everyone's reacting. You know, you got getting a lot of attention when you go out. Everybody's oh, congratulations, how'd you do? Blah blah blah. Yeah, you get all that stuff. That's kind of like also kind of building you up. Um, so so I and I kind of knew like all right, I have to keep moving forward. I have to keep looking in the distance, right? So what am I doing? So that was when I actually was inspired to enroll in the certification program. And I thought, Yay. okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this for me. Um, my original goal really wasn't so much to, to teach it. It was to help reinforce my understanding of the program and, and actually help myself get better workouts. Cause I figured, okay, I'm going to really dive into this and really get a firm understanding of you know the the origin how it was all created and all that good stuff and that's what I did I really in, engulfed myself in, in the certification program uh, with a goal of doing it uh, completing it in a year time frame which some people do it really because I'm amazed at how fast some of the, some of the people have gone through that program and completed it in four five six months um, I did it in a year and it, it took all of that year it really was challenging. Um, mostly because of just the limited time I and mean, trying to manage everything between work and the kids and everything. Um, but I, I was really proud to get it done. And so now, once I said it, if you heard me say I never really intended on teaching it, but now I'm actually teaching it. So I, uh, you know, I have a class that I teach every Saturday uh, at a local gym here. And it's really, really rewarding to, to see how people respond to the program um you it's 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 i don't know how to describe it uh it's something i really recommend that everybody uh if you ever you're remotely interested in it do not be fearful of it because it's a, it's a, there's no time frame there's nothing wrapped around it. it's all you set your own goals uh it's completely up to you uh, but it's i tell you it's really given me like i said a better understanding of the program the workouts uh, the whole concept of dynamic resistance is a—it's a whole topic on its own. Um, sure. Mm -hmm. Learning how to really engage your muscles—you know—it sounds easy, like oh, engage your muscles, right? But I don't know if you ever saw uh, Arthur. Uh, you know, I, I when I met him, um, I was explaining to him how I found it very challenging. And he had his heart rate monitor on, and he's like, here, watch this. And he pulls out his phone. And we're standing there just having a conversation. He goes, And he goes, watch my heart rate. And he, and he stood there, and he just looked at me. And I watched his heart rate go from, like, 75 to 110. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, like, like 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, he wasn't working out. He was standing still. And he said, that's dynamic resistance when you really learn how to engage your muscles it takes this whole thing to a to another level so that's really one of the key things i focus in on now is really trying to hone in on the workouts you know when you're listening to whoever's doing it whether it's christina or dallas or garrett or whoever you know on the on the app really listening to it and focusing uh it really takes it to a whole nother level so as far as me staying driven, uh, it's between you know me teaching. Uh, my I still have I still have personal goals as far as fitness is concerned. Because while I did lose weight, I still I want to tone up. I want I, I have certain things as far as I've always been challenged with push-ups. So you know I, I kind of set goals there. 
so, yeah, I'm always constantly setting goals, long-term goals and short-term goals. I think it's really important uh, to keep them going. Always looking off in the future where you're going, not behind you where you were, but where you're going. That's right. But that's, you know, you you enrolled in the program. The, the, the tagline is there's always some place to go. Enrolled in the program trying to get some weight off. Got the weight off, started kicking some ass, you know, started loving it, got involved in the community. You signed up for the, uh, you know, the certification with no real intentions. And then it kind of took you to a place where you didn't intend to go. And, you know, that's what it's about, setting the goals, but also letting your goals be flexible to open you up to different avenues of those goals. And you couldn't have, you know, I'm guaranteeing you, I'm talking to you right now, you know, two years ago you wouldn't have kind of mapped out the same place that you, you know, went to today. But no, there's no you way. Set goals. Yeah. And then you and and I love that you kind of, you know, went off and you, you started teaching, you weren't expecting it because, you know, so many times in the movies or the stories, you know, we're we're kind of you know we're we're kind of programmed to set a goal. Like I when I was ten years old I wanted to be a wrestler and that's all I wanted to do and I got right. there. You know, we have that we have that path that we set for ourselves. But, you know, we also gotta allow ourselves to kind of, you know, edit and alter our goals as reality and circumstances come and uh, present themselves to us. And I think that's something people are afraid to do because you set that goal and there's nothing until I achieve it. But, you know, there's something magical over here and there's something magical over here. And that path alone to that goal can bring you to amazing places and you didn't intend to teach, but now you're teaching and inspiring other people, something you didn't see coming, but you allowed yourself to be open to, and yep. that's where it's always some place to go is, you know, you may not see yourself there today, but open yourselves up to the possibilities. And, and, you know, it's an amazing journey of what could possibly, probably, if you work hard enough, be. Yeah. I mean, you think about, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm paraphrasing here, but I mean, Bruce Lee said, like, basically, you want to be like water, right? I mean, you adapt to your surroundings, yeah. you let it, you let it form, you let it push you and move you and that's that it's just a natural direction the flow of life i mean i like you said i would have never you know five years ago if someone told me that i would be a fitness instructor right i mean, like are you kidding me once again hello look at me i mean how is that going to be possible you're telling me to do yoga and become a fitness instructor right uh, that's funny it's actually in the in the foreword of Dallas's book when Mick Foley's talking about he's he's envisioning the future and he spits his water out because you know the future like it's so hard to believe that that is possible when he's talking about Dallas being a Hall of Fame wrestler you know he spits his water out yeah right this guy you got to be kidding me so uh it's it's, it's amazing yeah it's yeah it it really is and you know, you, you, there is. There's, you, you hit the instructor goal, and, and there's, you know, there's a lot of places you can go, and there's pretty much anywhere you can go. And uh, I think that's it's it's an open book, and I think that's really something that's important that you got to keep in mind in the DPO of the community is just the next thing. Just focus on the goal. It doesn't even have to be a big goal. I hate when people feel the need to just put these monumental goals in front of you that like is just a far Hail Mary goal. You know, those are great to achieve at one point, but achieving those small goals along the way are the key because once you achieve those little goals, those achievable small goals, it starts building your confidence and building your momentum. If you're missing the Hail Mary goal every time, eventually it's going to start, you know, it's going to hurt a little bit. It's going to sting. That's right. And never hit that goal. 
you know, the achievable goals, the, uh, you know, the doable small goals building up over time and, uh, you know, just accumulating in your confidence builds, your, your, your energy builds, and, you know, suddenly next step, next step. And yep. I, I, I think that yep. that's such a great thing that you said because people lose their focus, I feel, when they hit to the point where they feel they look good or they, they're healthy. I think a lot of people get a little cocky or arrogant or feel they can coast a yep. little bit. And I think it's yep. always important to have that next goal lined up in, in, in front of you. <sighs> Dude, so sure. I mean, I did it myself. I'm not going to lie. I gained a little, gained a little weight back because I figured, hey, look at that. I can slack off now. You can't really. I mean, um, one of the biggest things I learned, I never really realized how important it is, is that you really cannot outwork a bad diet. And that's one of the things that I, you know, in 20, uh, 2019 that I am focusing on is really trying to shift my focus from Killing myself. I want to say use the word killing myself. You know, working out super hard on the mat, whereas I would I would really spend one or two hours a day working out, and I would give myself all this leeway in the diet area. So it was justifying, you know, the the, the bad eating with oh I burned a thousand calories today. I can go eat that cupcake or whatever the hell it is, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's bullshit. You're telling yourself, and yeah. Now I'm flipping that, right? So now I'm leading with the diet. So I got to get better in those areas, and I know I can do the workouts. I'm, I'm and I still have goals there, but I'm not. That's not my driving force this year. So, um, yeah. So that's that's another thing that's yeah. I'm, I'm I'm working on getting better at this year. So. Yeah, you can't outrun your fork. Never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's like people, you know. You, consider DDPY an exercise program when it's it's so much more it is the, the lifestyle of eating healthy and, and, and you know positive atmospheres and positive attitudes, positive people, mindset um, and along with the workouts and I remember I'd be you know checking with Paige you know back then and I'd be like man I, I worked my ass off and I, I worked two hours out today, two hours yesterday and I gained this weight and he always said to me mm-hmm. show me your food let's see your food. Yep. yep. Because he knows, you That's know, it, man. if you're eating healthy, you're not going to gain weight like that. And I've said this before. They said you can't lie to yourself. That's, that's BS. I can lie to myself all day long. I can convince myself whatever I want to hear at the moment <laughs> to rationalize my yeah. bad decisions. But when it comes down to it, you can rationalize all you want. You know, the the proof is, is there. If you're looking at the data and what you're eating, there wasn't, there yeah. wasn't, there wasn't an anomaly that you gained weight that week. You know, look at your food. Absolutely. Food journal, food journal, food journal. I don't care if it's physical, you're writing it down, or you're using a, a tool like MyFitnessPal. It's so important. And, and, you know, and actually log everything. Log everything. Don't don't lie. You're, oh, that little thing didn't mean nothing. No, it does. It means a lot. It does, because mm-hmm. those little things add up. up to. They add up. Yeah, it's so important. Yeah, really and, and when you start looking at the menu and looking at those little things, and you kind of like break down the caloric value of things, or start looking at the the, the labels, and that thing you considered a nothing snack is probably worth uh-huh. more than your whole dinner may have been. You know, it's a real humbling to kind of go look into the things mm-hmm. that got you to where you are. The nutrition, you know, the labels, the calories, the fat content, the carbohydrates. When you kind of look into that, and then you realize, oh well, that's why I'm fat. You know, it's it's a yeah. real just to see it on paper is important, and the food journal is a huge help because it's a roadmap. 
you know, you had a good week. Well, this is what my good week looked like. You had a bad week. This is what your bad week looked like. It's a That's great right. reference point. Do it again, right? You have a good week, do it again. You had a bad week, don't do that again. Mm. I mean, and that's right, one and of the I, things. Nope. That technology think, these days is a real benefit because we have yeah. all the information at our fingertips as far as nutritional labels. You know, now restaurants are, are mandated to put up their calorie counts and things like that. you got to use that information. Yeah, and I think it's really important on the flip side of all of this as well is to have people in your life that are willing to call you on your bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, right? Because you can, you can actively lie to yourself or convince yourself that it doesn't matter or it's only one or whatever the case may be. But if you have someone who is towing the line with you saying, eh, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, that that's really important to have someone that yep. is brave enough to say to you, Bruce. Yeah, you know that's a bad deal, dude. You need to not do that. And you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's important. I always, I have a few people in my life that are I call them my bullshit callers. And yep. if yeah, if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. They're the first people to say, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> yep. You know better than that. <laughs> yeah. Very important. It, yeah. It's so true. And, you know, like with the technology we have, we really don't have an excuse. You know, we probably no. don't have time to go out and grab a, a notebook and, you know, after every bite and go pull out your notebook and a pen and sit down and write everything down. But you can snap a photo of what you're eating and then figure it out afterwards, sure. you know? There's there's so much convenience in technology that we use in negative ways, and so much convenience yeah. in technology in the name of just being sluggish and lazy. That you know, we also have the ability to make that technology work for us. And there is really no excuses in 2018 that you can't kind sure. of stay on top of that kind of thing. And we can all do better. I know I for damn well sure can. There's, there, yeah, there's a million apps out there. I mean, I have one on my phone that reminds me to drink 10 ounces of water every hour. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The thing comes up, it, it, it yeah. interrupts. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. It'll interrupt me, too. It just shuts it down. And, hey, drink. And I pick up my water bottle exactly. and I drink. And So it's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's that mindset that people have that always be moving forward. You know, just keep moving forward. You know, the rearview mirrors in the past because – it's for a reason. And I, I never subscribed to that theory because in the rearview mirror is a whole history book of my life, the ups and downs, the goods, the bads, the victories and failures, and all that data and all that history of my shortcomings and my victories is available for kind of recollection and review. And that is valuable data because you, you can really find out who you are and where you're temptations come in those journals i i always recommend food journals to people stacy morris really got me on those with uh with yeah. nancy because it's a roadmap to how you got to where you are the good the bad the ups and the downs there's a history an encyclopedia of your life when it comes to losing weight and that's how i lost the weight or that's how i gained the weight that week and that rearview mirror is so valuable and i think it, 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 you, Sorry, Bruce. I think it's really important that the three of us are having this conversation because it just goes to prove none of us are immune from our choices. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, and, and I was going to say, I was all I was going to say was that when I said earlier that don't look behind you is 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 if you're looking at I'm talking about like for, from from a negative perspective necessarily you don't want to you know harp on bad things in the past but you're right I mean that that's valuable information to use uh, to evaluate how you oh. got where you are. That, that's sure. really that's really, uh, I, right. I was referencing what you were saying. I, I didn't mean to make it seem like I was calling you out. Because I, I wasn't, no. but I was just, you know, um, when we came to the food stuff and stuff, I'm like, all that data that we have on on ourselves in our, our habits, you know, back, you know, there are scientific universities, Harvard, you know, studying people's diets every day. They've got all this, you know, test subjects and, and, and you know, people, you know, accumulating data when we really have the ability to accumulate all our data and perfect, you know, the most ideal version of ourselves and find out when we were winning yep. and when we were losing and I think that's that's a huge asset. And I really recommend a food journal. I recommend an exercise journal. I recommend having that data to kind of say that was an awesome week. I felt good physically. And it doesn't end. Uh, it doesn't end and begin at the scale or the how many workouts nope. you got. And you know, take account of not just your food and your workouts, but how do I feel? You know, how am I feeling today? What hurts? What doesn't hurt? How do I have energy? Do I feel sluggish? Do I feel sick? Do I feel overwhelmed or to just keep in track because usually that's all tied together in some form or fashion. And yeah. when you can look at yourself and find, I really fueled my body in a great way. I really took care of myself this week and I feel great. You know, going back and thumbing through that week that, so you know, you just felt amazing. You know, that's, that's a step-by-step instruction on how to feel amazing. <laughs> it really is. There you go. You yeah. just wrote the book on feeling amazing. <laughs> yeah. It is. Uh, so, awesome. no, but, you know, this it's, is it's a great point. We only have a few minutes left here. Um, I had reached out to Paige earlier to see if he was going to be able to come on tonight. We're going to try to get him on in the next couple of weeks because he is so, he's really busy. He's out in New York right now, but we want to talk to him about the new book uh, coming out. And I know that he was uh, running place to place, and he's not going to be able to get in in the last six minutes. So um, we're excited to have him on. But, uh, Bruce, if you get more into that book in the next couple of weeks, Maybe you can come on and yeah. do a segment with us and kind of just give a little bit of review, you know, talk about what it meant to you or what, you know, feelings you kind of. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to be getting into it. I mean, I, uh, the only reason I, I put it down last night is because it was getting too late, but yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be, uh, I'd be happy to do that. I'm sure you have a, a line of people that I, I know there's a line of people out there that, uh, that are all reading it. So it's going to, we're going to get some great feedback from it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, just drop me an email, Bruce, and we'll get you on. Okay, sounds great. Yeah, okay. awesome. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it, man. We appreciate you coming on. It was a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, I, you know, really have a great story and great success. And I'm sure we're going to talk again soon. I'm sure we're going to talk how you want and kind of catch up on where you're at and how you've been maintaining, I, you know, these life choices and changes that you've made. Yeah. I appreciate the you know being here and uh, being thought of. I I don't really feel. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm proud of what I've done, but, uh, you know, to me, I'm just a guy just trying to be a little bit better than uh, yesterday's me, you know, every day. Um, and uh, I think that's an important thing. You know, you just try to be a little better each day and see where it takes you. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, and that's all. I don't know. Yeah, that's all you can do. Yeah. So, thank you. I appreciate Absolutely. it. It was a lot of fun. Great talking to you guys. And uh look forward to uh, hearing the next show. Yeah, you're yeah, one of my favorite man. people on the planet. 
<laughs> we're we're, we're going to grab you for that book review. We're going to we're going to hold you to that. So we appreciate it, man. And uh, Bruce is a great uh, you know great example of there's always some place to go, and it's always you know just Absolutely. try to do better today than you did yesterday, and just follow the things where it takes you. Like uh, like you said, the Bruce Lee quote, you know, be water, be willing to adapt, be, like be willing to yeah. twist and change, and uh, it can it'll it will lead to amazing things, you know. For good, for the good end of that. So, thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. And uh, yeah. to roll us, um, to roll us on out of here, we got to have uh, the Canadian yep. quote uh, quote master herself go down into the ice bin that is her <laughs> backyard, pull out the, uh, the frozen lockbox, and pull out the mystical Canadian quote from the uh, the legendary. I don't know, Brian Adams, want to say that? No, I'm just kidding. No. I'm just trying to think of some Canadian no. references that I haven't used yet, but I've already half <laughs> mine. Anyways, <laughs> what's your quote to send us off with? So this week, it's a really good one. I think it applies really well. And when I was searching for it and I knew Bruce was going to be on, it just seemed um, to fit perfectly. Um, the quote is, winners are not people who never fail. But they're people who never quit. I like quote. that one. Yeah. Persistence. Right. That's yeah. Exactly. That's that's what it's about. Persistence. Don't quit. Be moving forward. Be water, my friend. And, uh, be water. Week, be water. That's right. I love that. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Crystal. Remember, go get Unstoppable. The Art of Owning It from Diamond Dallas Page. It's available now. And, uh, of course, remember to give them that this week. Remember to eat healthy. Remember to journal. Remember to own your life. And uh, remember to never, ever, ever give up. Be water. Persistence. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye, guys. Great. Have a great night. See you. See you, man. Kicked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! I don't believe it! Diamond Cutter out of the power box! We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio. All this talk about water. Can't hit the head.